Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by PNC Bank. It's always such a tough assignment being asked to do a show from Miami, a picture-perfect 85 and sunny today. But the Heat, they're just trying to stay afloat now that their season may be in need of a life raft. It's a, a fluid situation, to say the least. But before we look ahead to tomorrow's Game 6 from Boston, let's dive into just how Game 5 shook out. Aye, aye. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the Feast and yeah. Famine Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. Pivotal Game settled in the second half and it was over from there. But the only thing you can steal was came out to play, stay out my way. The Celtics steamroll the Heat and now have a three games to two lead in these Eastern Conference Finals. He keep getting better. Welcome into another edition of NBA Today presented by PNC Bank. We're clearly in Miami helping me make sense of yet another Eastern Conference Finals blowout for the second day in a row. It is Zach Lowe, Big Kendrick Perkins and Richard Jefferson. So watching this game, guys, there was four things that stood out to me. So I'd okay. like to go through them with you all. Get your reaction here. Please feel free to chime in, gentlemen. You ready? Yep. All right. Number one thing jumped out to me was that when Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are on, they are the best remaining duo in the playoffs. Now, hear me out, Golden State folks. I know. Yes. Steph and Clay, they are absolutely still the better duo when you take the long lens career view. But right this second, the Celtics are the only team this postseason with two top 15 scorers. Shout out Research Caesar for that. They're combining to average 50 points per game this postseason. So, Perk, since you're captain all things Celtics, what do you yeah. think? I agree. And look, you don't have to justify to the Golden State Warriors fans why you're saying the Jays are the top duo in the postseason. And they are. And look, let me address something else real quick if I have time. Okay, a lot of people want to say, oh, well, Perk, you was talking about breaking them up in the middle of the season. They were 23 and 25 at the moment. More than half of the season had been played, okay? And then all of a sudden they had one of the greatest turnarounds in regular season history. And now they're starting to click. Now you starting to see the camaraderie between the two that we have never seen before. And so when you saw Jalen Brown say, uh, he, he made the tweet and say, oh, the energy is about to shift. That was after I made those comments. And so I'm glad I've I ruffled the feathers a little bit. I'm actually taking credit, but you're, uh -huh. actually, you're absolutely right. They are the best duo in playoffs. And look, I'll back you up on this. Listen, when the facts change, so can our opinions, right? Like that's just Amen. a normal thing. When the facts change, the opinions can change. And when a team is 23 and 25, they've been to multiple conference finals. It looked like their team had really fallen flat. And then all of a sudden they start balling. So now people are like, yo, they might be the team favorite to continue on and win a championship. So I'll back you up. I'm glad that those guys picked it up and started playing the level that they're capable of. So I'm going to bring it back to the actual thing that you <laughs> 
you talked about instead of this retrospective history? Yes, you're absolutely correct. This is 2022. It's not 2018 or 2017 anymore. Clay Thompson's coming off two traumatic injuries. By the way, he looks fantastic, all things considered, but he's not quite the same guy. Draymond has been kind of weirdly up and down, particularly on offense in the playoffs. He's still a superstar in his own kind of way, but it's it's Tatum and Brown. They're the best duo left, and I don't really think it's arguable. All right, so going to my thing number two, then, if we could, gentlemen. If the Heat have any chance of winning this series, they need Kyle Lowry to return to regular season form. In the regular season, he averaged over 13 points per game. Postseason, he just hasn't been that. The Heat are three and five when he plays. So, Bronze Burgundy, you're making a face. Go ahead. I agree. (laughs) That will help. But I think more importantly, when you look at Jimmy Butler, four for 18. When you look at Bam uh, Bam Adebayo, yes, he had 18 and 10, but he was also a minus 23. If you're talking about the hierarchy in the Miami Heat, Jimmy Butler returning to regular, not won't say regular season, early rounds, Jimmy Butler. And I think Bam Bam Adebayo, but you're right. Kyle Lowry allows easier shots for the Tyler Hero, for, for, um, for Bam and for Jimmy Butler. So Kyle Lowry is a very important piece because I think it allows the rest of those guys to go be the best version of themselves. You know what? I, I agree, but I can't let Bam off the hook. I agree. Kyle Lowry has to do more, but we're asking a guy that's pretty much past his prime to come in pretty and much? contribute. Yeah, I mean, hey, he is. He is. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He is past his prime. I'm, 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 at, I'm trying to figure out when is Bam going to take that leap, right, and be considered the best player on the team and be a, 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 a number one, number two option that you can lean on. Like right now, 18 and 10 is cool, but that's not good enough. Like in today's league, you need those 30 and 15s and sometimes those 40 and 20s. And we saw last series, even that's not good enough. Consistency from him and just showing that he actually could lead this franchise and be a franchise player. He's the one not getting it done. Look, the issue of the series is the Heat cannot score in the half court. The only time they can score is when they get offensive rebounds or when they force turnovers. They're scoring at a rate in the half court that would have been last among all teams in a regular season by far. That's not just Lowry. That's Lowry. That's Butler. That's Struess hasn't made a shot in two games. That's Tyler Hero has missed the last two games. Bam's been, I think, fine. He took over the game last night. It was too little, too late. But it's not just Lowry. By the way, Lowry had some personal issues this year, serious family issues that took him away from the team. I think that affected his rhythm. He and Jimmy Butler are clear clearly playing hurt. Jimmy Butler ran 13 pick and rolls last night. That's one of his lowest figures of the whole season. They basically stopped giving him the ball and turned him into a scream setter in the last half of the game. That tells you everything you need to know. He's just that we can sit here and say they need this, they need that. If their bodies can't give right. them that, can't then go. I don't know what else with the, what else to do. Okay, my thing number three, it pains me. I have taken off my CBS hat. I have put down my Cuban coffee, coffee because I, I'm, I'm tempted to say that we're not coming back to Miami, but This Eastern Conference Finals, it's been so topsy-turvy. I'm going to say that this series is by far the most unpredictable of the postseason so far. I just can't bring myself to fully commit to it being over. Zach, are you committed? I think you need to at least start taking the first steps there and and put it in your mind space that we might not be coming back to Miami because given what I just said about the whole Heat team basically being banged up, their complete inability to score in the half court against a defense that was by far the best defense in the NBA for the second part of the season, the number one overall, it would really surprise me 
if the Heat went into Boston and extended this series? Oh, we're not coming back. <laughs> we are not coming you're just, back. You're just you're left to me for no, you're saying no, it. No, I'm telling you straight up, we're not coming back. Listen, it's gonna be rocking in the garden in game six. Jalen Brown, Jason Taylor, and that team know that they're one win away from the finals. And guess what? The last time the Heat were in this position, you know, facing a being down three two, they had a guy by the name of LeBron James. Well, LeBron James ain't walking through that door. He ain't putting on the Heat uniform no time soon, if ever. So at the end of the day, we're going to Boston. And I expect them to win in great fashion. Well, look, I don't think it's disrespectful to say the truth, right? I don't think it's. I don't think. I don't think it's disrespectful. I don't think it's disrespectful to say the truth. Where's my one shot? Let me. Let me where's my one shot? Do I do it? Are we going to keep showing these highlights? Yeah, yeah. More Mark. Okay, there's my one shot. How's that look? How's it look? Look, this is the last time that I'm going to get a Cuban coffee here. This is the last time I'm going to be able to wear a pink shirt with five buttons down, a rock sunglasses. All right, okay, all right, that's, just, that's just not the Miami vibe, right? That's not it. So this is going to be the last time we're here. And it's not, be and it's not because of Miami. In my, and it's, it's because of the respect that I think Boston is starting to gain and get together. And unfortunately, Miami's just banged up. When you're no time, you don't have the sixth man of the year that averaged 20 off the bench. Then, then you know, Kyle Lowry's going through things. Jimmy Butler's not 100% healthy. They're just struggling across the board. For them to even force a game six in my – or, a, yeah, a game seven would be, like, a win for their season, just given everything that they're dealing with. All right, so I said I have four things. Yeah, my final thing, Perks attire yesterday. Just a quick recap. Kendrick Perkins, the big shamrock, he wore a very un-Perk outfit on the show yesterday. Just a reminder, this is what it was. Let's see. Okay. Robert Williams was out the game. Bam out of the bio had it his way. But the elephant in the room, Joel Embiid. Oh. <laughs> Still missing out on first team all NBA. So are we really like that angry? No, yeah. I, and I think, but that's, that's the that, yeah, Perk has one nose hair that's really bugging me. You see it? Yeah, you see it. <laughs> it's the longest hair ever. Wow. I meant I, to ask you about this on yesterday's show. You told me that the Miami Heat colors, it was some reverse psychology. Can you elaborate? Well, let me elaborate. You jinxed I, them? I, I, I've been so wrong throughout these predictions lately in this postseason, and it's okay, all right? So what I did was, because I want this, I, I called the Celtics in six the other day, I wanted to jinx the Miami Heat, so I wore their colors, thinking, making everybody think that I actually was supporting them goons when I really wanted them to lose because I've been bad luck for every team I said was. Well, well yeah, that, that's why. Like again, there is something about your presence. That's why when I was wearing the perk jersey, no one saw me. Right? <laughs> like I just completely disappeared in that. But look, man, I, it's okay to be wrong. It's okay to be wrong. I don't know what that's like, but like I, I'm sure you know for other people that can be difficult. I just don't know why we couldn't have just shown perk like one still of perk wearing the suit and i had to instead relive the nose hair incident again you just could have showed the suit oh it's about, to go, it's about to go on my social when in any second a nose hair i don't follow big, you on social it deserves to be seen several times yes. that's all i can say when it's as big that was as enough perk. that's enough right there <laughs> oh, but we, look, look we are family up here on this set this is something that you you will not get nose hairs plucked anywhere else on television i but think th that people are very thankful <laughs> for that all right cheers cheers, cheers. i'm finishing 
getting my Cuban coffee, which oh, means no. I am. Uh, uh, uh. We're done? Are you gone? No, but I'm so ready for the oh, rest of the shoot. show. All right, still ahead on NBA in Today. Luca in elimination games. Absurd. <laughs> but the living legend himself, he stands in the way, so that battle is going to be broken down in depth. That's Who's coming up next. Legend? Steph Curry. Oh, oh. And Jalen Brown's monster throwdown last night got us thinking, where does it rank among all the most wild dunks this postseason? Plus, what happens when you mix oh, NBA oh, Today oh, and oh, Miami? Oh, you, look good. you should be scared you to find good. out. NBA Today continues after this. Yeah. Zachary. <laughs> Today is presented by PNC Bank. See how we can make a difference. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Yeah, with the seventh pick, with the 11th pick, with the 35th pick, the Golden State Warriors select Stephen Curry, yeah. Clay Thompson, Draymond Green. All right, let's dive into some storylines ahead of tonight as the Warriors, they try to close out the Mavs so they can do it in front of their home crowd. They're 8-0 this postseason in the Bay, the only team without a home loss, but... Luka Doncic is standing in the way. Luka's coming off a 30-point game in Game 4, averaging 36.4 points in his career when facing elimination, the most in NBA history. And the Warriors, they're trying to reach their sixth NBA Finals in the last eight years, all under Steve Kerr. They are 9-3 and three in best-of-seven clinching games at home in the Steve Kerr era. All right, we can't talk about Game 5 without bringing two in two of the reporters who know these teams best. Tim McMahon and Kendra Andrews join us now from San Francisco. So, Tim, I want to start with you here. The legend of Luka, it, it seems to be growing with each and every elimination game he plays in. What's his mindset going into this Game 5 tonight? Well, one thing Luka Doncic has never lacked for is confidence. And he made it clear after Game 4 he still believes the Mavericks can win this series. Obviously, the odds are stacked against them. The odds were stacked against Slovenia winning Eurobasket when he was a teenager. The odds were against him being the youngest MVP in EuroLeague history. The odds were certainly stacked against the Mavericks when they were down 2-0 against the Suns. You know, they were stacked against them going into Game 7. Luka is never going to waver in his belief in himself and, you know, by extension in this team. And so he loves this stage. He's not ready to exit this stage, you know, whether the Mavs win or lose, I, I think you're going to see another spectacular performance by Luka Doncic tonight. 
And we can't wait for that. Kendra, on the other end of things, Golden State has failed to close out their opponent on the road in each series they've been in so far, but they were able to bounce back and finish off the Nuggets and the Grizzlies at Chase Center. So what has been the key for the Warriors to do so here? Yeah, Malika. Well, Stephen Curry said each of those missed closeout opportunities, the Warriors learned a lot from that, and it helped propel them to close it out here at Chase Center. As you said, they're undefeated in San Francisco this postseason. <laughs> Steph said, look, this is what the playoffs are all about, right? It's all about adjustments. It's a chess match. Dallas, they made theirs in game four. So game five, it's our turn to do that. We have to get prepared and come back with another level of intensity. Malika, as you mentioned, the Warriors are one win away from the NBA Finals. And if that wasn't enough, motivation for them to get this job done. They do not want to give the Mavericks more life and send this thing back to Dallas. Well, that game will be tonight in Chase Center on TNT. Hey, 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 Tim, can you do me a favor, man? In honor of our last day in Miami, can you give me one more button? Can you give me one more button? Come on. Come on. No? For, 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 no why not? Yeah! I need one of Perks Chains. I need one of Perks Chains to really pull this look off. I got you. Listen, man, the minute you come out here, one, like the minute you come out here and you hear poppy, then all of a sudden the, the, the buttons start opening up, the chains start coming out. It's a vibe. It's please, a vibe. Please, poppy. please stop. Tim and Kendra, thank you so very much. I'm not saying poppy. It's not, it's not going to happen. <laughs> You're so ready. Yeah, I am. There have been 146 occasions when a team has been down three games to none in the best of seven series exactly zero times they have come back to win the series however three of those teams they were able to force a game seven here so perk what percentage chance are you giving the Mavs to push this series tonight a 40 a 40 percent chance based on the, the the greatness of Luka Doncic and the leadership in the locker room by Jason Kidd I'm not counting the Dallas Mavericks out I mean I didn't I didn't see them you know defeat the odds against the Jazz the Phoenix Suns who had the best record and best team in the NBA I think Luka is on a mission I think he's going to come out and have one of those 30 piece wing dinners again tonight if not 40 and I think the role players are going to play better look the pressure is not on Dallas anymore so really, they're really playing carefree basketball at this moment. The pressure's on Golden State, and that's a dangerous deal to be dealing with, especially dealing with Luke. I give him a 5% chance. Pop up that graphic. Pop it up. Give him idea. Yeah. So I give him a 5% chance. <laughs> yeah. Our, Pop okay. up that graphic. Yeah. That's your graph. A 20% chance. I give him a 20. One of those. Somewhere between 5 and 20. <laughs> mainly for this reason, right? Everything that he said, Luca. But this is why I truly believe in the Warriors. The Warriors need, in my opinion, to start being the best version of themselves. Because if they are able to win this, the team on the other side that put, could possibly be coming over here, which we a lot of us believe is the Boston Celtics, those boys are relentless. You have to start getting in your mindset. When you have your foot right there on them, you have to just hold them down and get rid of them. Don't play any more games because, look, you can't, you can't afford any of this extra games, especially against a team like Luka. Yeah. I think I said 20% too, but I'm going to I'm going to revise it cuz uh -oh. I actually did 15%. Look at you making. So I actually <laughs> I actually this did I actually did math. I did basic probability math. I gave them a 35% chance to win tonight and then a 55% chance to win game 6 at home. You put that together, 19.25%. Change the answer. That's the exact percentage. I think you're, I think, you're I think you're overestimating I, our I audience's ability awful. to do math. People can like do multiplication e of two probably it's not that hard. 0.35 times 0.55, 19.25%. Change it. Don't, uh, don't oh no, change don't it, I guess. Me. I don't, yeah, they can't change it. I need I, to get, I does anyone have a right. calculator? 
Get on every phone, phone has a calculator. <laughs> All right. I actually Zach did my math for me. Okay. I said that I, I was giving them a 20% chance tonight, okay. and then I said that I was giving them a 40% chance if it goes yeah, back. Yeah, I'm not doing that in my and head. And then I think <laughs> you said it was a 15% chance, but if that's wrong, I, I blame Zach. Yeah, right. I'm Zach. <laughs> Coming up on NBA Today. You said I couldn't do it. The, the, what? Welcome to Miami where the heat is off. It's off. No. We'll ask the panel what Spo needs to change ASAP with his struggling vets. And Jalen Brown's dunk last night, it was absolutely filthy. Did it make our list of the best playoff dunks this postseason? Find out shortly. Plus, we teased it earlier, what type of trouble did our crew get into trying to reenact Miami Vice? Uh-oh. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. The Boston Celtics creating mayhem here in Miami. I got to find a way to help us win, and I haven't been doing that. They're not going to give up. It's not going to be easy. You got to come out on our home floor and take care of business. If you want to break through to the finals, you're going to have to do some ridiculously tough stuff. We are live from FTX Arena in Miami, and luckily, the Heat fans, they have this beautiful scenery because their team is on the brink of elimination, and things are looking pretty rocky. So, joining us now, NBA Today, presented by PNC Bank, is reporter Nick Friedle, who's been on the Heat beat for a while, and clearly yeah. it's, I mean, it is rubbing outstanding off. Outstanding lifestyle, baby. It is. I appreciate you for understanding that. Always, my okay. man. All right. Besides the obvious of winning a title, what are the further implications of this series here for the Miami Heat? Malika, I think if they can't turn this around, the core of Jimmy and Lowry ain't going to be able to win a title. Jimmy's going to be 33 years old. That Lowry deal looks awful right now, guys. And Pat Riley is a wizard at turning teams around. But with those two guys at the forefront, I just don't see it happening for this group if they do indeed lose tomorrow night. Well, I, I just think if we look at the Golden State Warriors kind of as a template, their older core is a, a lot of times getting supported by their younger players. The Jordan Poole, the Andrew Wiggins, like those guys. Where are those guys for the Miami Heat? And you would say it would be Bam, but he has severely underperformed to what I personally think is his capability. Tyler Hero has not been the bubble Tyler. He was during the regular season, and sometimes it's different transitioning to being that guy in the postseason, so I'm not going to cast them off yet, but the younger core of this team has not risen and supported uh, the older vets and kind of helped them navigate some of the tougher windows. I, I mean, you know, if the Heat don't, like, make it to the finals, which I think they don't, they get eliminated. Matter of fact, they're going to lose tomorrow. 
I mean, you have to consider trading Jimmy Butler, right? Wow. Like, because for the wow. simple fact he's 33 years old, he's a max guy, you got to start to have some type of rebuild, right? Like, you're not going to win a title with Jimmy Butler, especially in this Eastern Conference. If they was to win a title, the time is now. Think about it. Chris Middleton is going to be back next year. The Bucks ain't, aren't going anywhere. The Boston Celtics are here right now. Philly, obviously, is probably going to get better. You got the Raptors. You got the Hawks. You have this great Notice Eastern. Notice you didn't mention Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah uh, no, nah, yeah, we're not. Right? <laughs> Kevin Durant. We don't know what's going to happen with them. We don't know what's going to happen. As long as they have Kevin Durant. I mean, they haven't been communicating. So when you think about it, right, when you think about this, this, this culture and how they, they, they acquired Kyle Lowry and then they went and got a, a P.J. Tucker, I just don't see, you know, what are their chances after this season of actually competing for another title. If there's one thing I've learned the hard way, it is never underestimate the Heat's ability to yeah. reinvent themselves on the fly from what looks like a position of weakness. I will not underestimate the team. If you remember at the trade deadline, a little teensy thing that went unnoticed. They made a little trade with Oklahoma City where they amended the first round pick they owe them, pushed it out to 2025. That wasn't an accident. That's let's increase the amount of picks we can trade this year and next year because they're going to look around. You know the Heat, they're going to go big fish hunting. They're going to look at stars. If they fall short, they are not just going to sit tight and say, well, this is our core. We got to bring it back. They are big game hunters and they are not going to stop doing that. And three years ago, four years ago, this franchise looked dead in the water. Bad contracts, picks out the door, no tradable assets. This is their second conference finals and almost their second finals in three years. It's an incredible turnaround. Do not underestimate Pat Riley. I agree. So for you, I mean, you were talking about Bam and what he needs to do. I, I don't know. I'm just, I think this is too early for me. It's too, it's too early to believe that the Heat are, one, not... <sighs> That we're not coming back to Miami. And two, just that th this core can't get it done. I, I just think it, it, Jimmy Butler has proven over and over again we just can't underestimate what he can do. Bam Adebayo, health, right? That's got to be the biggest factor as we're looking at all this. We can't just write them off as this core doesn't work if that core isn't healthy, Richard. Well, the problem is is that the core is getting older. And so that's what, that, that was my point of, like, you got to look at the young players. Now, if young players are making jumps, the older core can survive. There was conversations about whether or not Clay Thompson should be starting, if Jordan Poole should be starting. And we're talking about, I, I understand that, but that's because Jordan Poole played so well that there were moments where we're like, maybe Jordan Poole should stay in the starting lineup, right? Like, that was part of the conversation because the young player had risen to a spot where he was kind of equal or on the level with some of the stars for the Golden State Warriors. They need Bam. They need Tyler Hero to look up and be like, they won this series, the first round or second round, because of these two dudes were carrying the weight and then Jimmy got the contributions. And at some point, it's okay. Just look at the Celtics, right? Kyrie Irving left. You know, they 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 let Gordon Haywood walk. Terry for Rozier. The, Terry Rozier for the development of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, and they, and they gave him the keys. I feel like the leap that Tyler Hero has taken this season uh, despite before he got injured, I think at the end of the day I think, hey, it's in great hands. They're not going to hit rock bottom. Like, if I had to start a team and I got Tyler Hero and Bam out of Bayo to build other and put other guys around them, I'm in a pretty good position. A lot of teams would take that. Oh, what scares me the most with Miami right now, Jimmy's knee. 
it's not getting better. He's going to be 33 years old. That Lowry deal, Zach, is awful. The Duncan Robinson deal is looking not so hot right now. And you've got to make a decision on Tyler Hero with the money that's coming his way. I know there is always creativity down here with this front office. But when you look at the core they have in place and the lack of what they're getting from BAM right now, that's what worries me. They're all about titles, not getting to the conference finals and getting knocked out. I think the discussion of BAM is getting too negative. I don't know why we all expect BAM to be this like 25, 28 mm -hmm. point a game score. That's not who he is. The player who he is right now is still really good. He's not the reason really that they're losing this series. It's Lowry and Butler being injured and not being in a play well. As Nick said, the Butler knee thing has been a concern since yeah. Minnesota. I mean, this is not new. But and Zach, he set the bar. Like, he set the bar for this when he made the All-Star team. So when you make an All-Star team and you start to get in the conversation of all NBA players. But he yeah. made the All-Star team. Yeah. as like but an 18 I, and 10 I understand and that, but that was, guy. But that was setting the bar. Well, let's we go get those 18, 10, and 5. the second option on a title team? Is Bam the second option on a title Not team? right now, and I don't think that he were ever under any illusions that he could be. Well, we get to see it all come to fruition. We have Game 6 of the Eastern Conference Finals between the Heat and the Celtics. It's tomorrow night at 8.30 Eastern, 5.30 Pacific on ESPN and the app with the Celtics up 3-2 to two, looking to close it out at TD Garden. The countdown grew. Gets it all started at 7.30 Eastern. Two-time Olympic gold medalist, WNBA champion, Phoenix Mercury Center, and American citizen Brittany Griner became a household name for many in March of this year when the WNBA All-Star was wrongfully detained in Russia. Nearly 100 days later, Angela Rye sat down with Griner's wife, Sherelle Griner, in an exclusive interview where she discusses, discusses Brittany's wrongful detention and her plans to get her home. Hey, beautiful. I miss you. I just miss coming home and just seeing you in the house. Like, hearing you in the house. Like, I, don't, I never know how much, like, that stuff matters or means to me. Like, until, you know, I don't have it. It's a Sherelle Reiner interview. Marker. Sherelle. Thank you so much for being with me today. I know you've got to relive, relive this day so much, but for folks who don't really know what happened, can you take us back to February 17th? I woke up, I want to say around like 5 a.m. I was in our home in Phoenix thinking I'm just going to wake up, get a message from BG. I landed in Russia, babe, you know, um, but that was not the case. I had messages on my phone from BG, about 50 messages. Like it was just, babe, babe, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Hello, 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 wake up. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, what are they saying? And she's like, they're not saying anything. They just have me in this room. I'm like they just can't grab you and not tell you something. And you know, she's there for hours and they don't say anything. What was the last thing she said to you before she left for Russia? It's the irony of all of it, you know, she didn't want to go back. <laughs> so mm. she just said she was so exhausted from always having to go overseas. And we talked about it and I was like, well, you know what, babe, like, let's just make this your last year of season. Mm -hmm. I was like, you don't have to go back anymore. Mm -hmm. I was like, we'll figure something else out, you know, when it comes to pay, because obviously there is a tremendous difference in the amount of money that she makes when she's playing WNBA versus when she goes overseas. And so that's why it's been something that like she had to do. If the WNBA paid BG what she makes overseas and treated her the way she's treated overseas, she wouldn't go. How is she doing? 
how do you know? Exactly. <laughs> I don't truly know. Yes. Um, I'm in a position of complete vulnerability right now. Mm -hmm. I have to trust people that I didn't even know until February the 17th. So I'm trusting, you know, her lawyers to, you know, tell me when they go see her, how is her spirit? How is her energy? But the truth of the matter is because I haven't heard her voice myself, I don't 100% know, but I am being told that, you know, she's doing okay. A week after Brittany was detained, Russia invades Ukraine. <sighs> that almost killed me, actually. Um, I was terrified with that meant. I, I thought that was it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm really never going to see her again. Is she being used as a political pawn? Yes. Yes. If it was LeBron or KD or Steph Curry, do you think that you would be sitting here today? You know, respectfully and no, you know, no shade to them um, when I say this, but the answer to that question would be no. Have you um, spoken to the president? I have not. Not met with him? No. If you had uh, the opportunity, Sherelle, today to say something to President Biden, what would you say? If he is a person that can get my person back, I would love to meet him. You know, I have requested a meeting with him. And so I hope he accepts in the near future, you know, to meet with me because I want my person back. You know, um, I feel every second that BG's not here. You know, most people are counted by the days, but it's not a, it's not days for me. Like, okay. <laughs> Okay, I need a second. It's okay. okay. Take your time. This is deeply personal for Sherelle, who's, who's counting it in seconds, in minutes, but it has been 98 days since Britney's wrongful detainment, and you can visit wearebg.org, wearebg.org, to find out ways to help get BG home. Our next WNBA matchup is Saturday afternoon on ABC and the ESPN app. The Aces, they square off against the sky. Coverage begins at 3 Eastern, noon Pacific. Still ahead on NBA Today. He's got three chips, five finals appearances, the most three-pointers made in NBA history. No big deal. Does Steph Curry need a finals MVP this year to cement his status among the greatest to ever play the game? We disagree on this a little bit. A Steph conversation in just a moment and so much more NBA Today here from picturesque Miami, Florida. Stick with us. We'll be back after this commercial break. Let's go do that. Let's go like jet ski and boat. You know we can do that in LA, right? Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You're watching NBA Today, presented by PNC Bank. 
So do you still, my original statement, that if Steph Curry wins a championship and a finals MVP, you will put him if over Magic Johnson? If I didn't waste so much, I would stand on the table and tell you that in your face. I'm standing on that. Listen, man, I'm telling you this. I was just sitting here listening to you guys during the break. At first, I was like, Perk is doing a hot take, and that's ridiculous. But the more I thought about it, I'm not I'm not co-signing that at this point, but I, I'm thinking about it. He might, he's got a good point. You said if he wins this one, that's a really interesting point. If the Warriors advance to the finals this year, Steph Curry is set to join some elite company. He'd become the sixth player in NBA history to average 25 points in the postseason and reach at least six NBA finals. The others, LeBron, Jerry West, Kobe Bryant, Elgin Baylor, and Michael Jordan. So literally rare air. Welcome back to Miami, still with Zach, Richard, and Perk. Yes, Perk. You know who name wasn't on there? Magic Johnson. Who he who's who he's going to pass as the best point guard if he win this championship in the finals MVP? Magic Johnson name one on there. Nah. Okay, so last time Perk came with some receipts, and let me take I've these been right off. In. Let me take this off so we can we can do this. So I understand, Steph. I, I apologize for this right now, Steph. Magic Johnson, five-time champion, and his rookie year, he led the team to a championship without That's their not, best player. Stop! Year. Stop! Hear me out. Then also, year. NBA Finals MVP three times. That's more than Steph to zero, and he'll eventually get one. Three-time MVP. Steph has two. That has three. Right? Two-time All-Star Game MVP. Nine-time first team all NBA right so when I'm starting looking at this like you're you're I understand what you're saying but the best point guard that has ever played this game and there is nobody currently playing right now that can surpass Magic Johnson in my humble opinion the greatest Laker of all time but why though but why though and again I go back to the story should matter Steph Curry wasn't the number one pick. Agreed. Matter of fact, it was a lot of doubters. It was a lot of haters when he was coming out. Not low of a pick. It, but, but still, he wasn't the number one pick. Being the number one pick, you have high expectations. <laughs> Anytime you go one, two, or three, Get to you're considered. Your no, I am getting to my point. Let me finish talking. So at the end of the day, when I look at Steph again, I'm going to repeat this to you. Generational talent that has changed the game of basketball forever. Okay. Forever. That's fair. Let's, let's, off, let's, forever. Offset, let's offset those two things. Changing the game forever and being credited with saving the league with Larry Bird. Let's offset those two. Let's All right. ask the adult at the uh, table. Uh, yeah, please. Go ahead, adult. Brian Scalabrini kind of summed up where I am, which I think is closer to Perk than to RJ. I think, That's actually I, I think, look, does he need a title and a finals MVP? He doesn't need anything to burnish his legacy. But I think when we, I, I think Steph's career, stop looking at me like that. Get your face away from me. <laughs> I think Steph's career in 10 or 20 years is going to be one of those careers that ages well, precisely because of what Perk said about he is a singular figure in the stylistic revolution of the game. If he gets another title, if he finally gets the finals MVP, and by the way, the first the first title they won, I voted LeBron finals MVP. I was one of the four people who voted LeBron, even though they lost. Mm. If I had voted a warrior, I would have voted Steph. I think he should have won that finals MVP. All due respect to Andre Iguodala, who I love and is a basketball genius. I think Steph is going to go down. He's going to be in that level of conversation. I don't think what Perk is saying is outlandish. Oh, so okay. you think so? You think Steph, Steph? If we're talking about the Mount Rushmore, the top five players to ever play, which uh, I would say a large portion of people have Magic Johnson in that category. You think that Magic Johnson would go out and Steph would? Curry. I didn't say that. I said I think it's going to be close. I think uh, Steph is. I think Steph. I think right now in the moment, 
We, we oh. are, we are, uh, you are underselling where Stephanie. No, 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 you guys oh, no, are being no, a prisoner no, of the no, moment. No, no, we're not. No, yes, we're not. There's no moment. This before, is a decade. Before, before you go to the bump, okay, Richard, don't get so emotional, bro. I'm, I just can't believe that the, I'm up here with these people here, here's talking the, like, Wow. Here's the, thing, here's, the thing, here's the thing. You was up here with Scal, too, the other day. Here's the thing, bro. It's your preference, okay? It's your so preference. So that's the thing about these conversations. It always yeah. kind of, like, I, I actually, so I think it was Kevin Durant who tweeted recently. Well, he's always tweeting. But I think he, he tweeted recently that, like, he wasn't going to do some sort of rankings because why, why can't you just kind of appreciate what Steph is doing? Agreed. What I Magic it. did. It doesn't need to be in one versus Because here's the thing. Whenever you have this conversation, and by the way, this is the exact conversations we have off air that we have on air. No one ever agrees. I've no. never walked into one of these conversations with someone who said Michael Jordan's the greatest player of all time, and they walked out saying, you know what? You're right. It's LeBron. Hey. So, like, I just think for, I spoke to Steph earlier this year, and one of the things that I'm taking with me as we go into this finals is him talking about the fact that his children were too young, really, to remember the first couple of runs and how much this one's going to mean to him because his kids are going to know it and see it and live it and be in it. And for him and for that and for this, like, that's enough for me, man. Like, I, I don't need the the this, the Rushmore, agreed, the that. Agreed. I just need I, I greatness do. and I Steph do. Curry embodies that. You know what I, you know well, what we I don't hope, need that. I hope, I hope the Mavs are watching this segment right now and being like, oh, that's what they're talking about. Let's yeah. come out tonight. Let's yeah. come out you, tonight. You really, wanna, you really want to say yeah, you the Mavs. I want drama, baby. I, I want I, I, drama. <laughs> All right. When we return on NBA Today, how many ridiculous throwdowns have there been this playoffs? There have been a lot. Come off, y'all. We're going to count them. Top of the top. Postseason posters. That's coming up next. Maybe it's because you're too young, but you I'm disappointed in The thing about Jalen Brown, he's got to make the adjustment, being more aggressive. Outstanding third quarter by Boston. Brown with the ball, drives around the double, raises up. Jalen Brown put the punctuation mark on last night's win, so it's time for a little top of the top, the top playoff dunks so far. Let's and go. Here's where we're gonna start. We gotta start Ooh. with Carl Anthony Towns. Y'all remember this? this? I mean, this, this is when we. I thought the series might be. In. Oh, that's all. And Jaws the technical fault. for shoving another guy. I yeah, love that. tell him. That's all Jaws' fault. That's an and one too, Body. bro. That's a whose Body. baby is that? But I, for me, this like is this is it. This is yeah. The, this was it. Sorry. Get off oh! your couch! Oh my God. Malik Beasley, my brother. She did Get off the it. couch. Hide your children. Like, oh, oh my, my God. God. That's that the one. That's as good the one. as the Wiggins one is, that one's no. better. It was just. Look at that. Look at that. That's a poster. It makes poster, no sense. Poster. Oh. It oh. gravity. I can't even look at it. I love it. I can only look at it. Yeah, drink that in with your eyes, people. I am drinking. <laughs> my goodness. That was a dunk. All right. And then this was a close second for me. Andrew Wiggins. I mean, people said that he couldn't, that he wouldn't, that he oh. couldn't. Outside the dots. I might say the dunk was better, but this play was better because it was on Luca. And Luca's gonna oh, go down yeah. as one of those dudes. Malik Beasley is the way, Malik Beasley. Yeah, way to steal my takes. That's gotta be the highlight <laughs> of his like career. That. That's gonna be an all-time career highlight for him. I did. Like yes. no question about it. My goodness. Oh. 
Andrew Wiggins. All right, before we go to break, I do want to take us from the top of the top playoff dunks to just a, a top moment because LeBron James, he might not be playing in the conference finals, but he's still making an impact. So check out some reaction from the students when LeBron James showed up at his I Promise school. This is awesome. Say LeBron James! That's amazing. That's, that's this incredible. is everything at this moment. Right yes, now. That's, yeah, everything. that's everything. I will say that. Showing up, being, I mean, we, we've, we've spoken a lot about, about schools and what space that occupies in the last couple of days. That, that, is, that is so cool. That's that is so awesome. And that was a vocal cords on that child, man. My goodness. The face. Of, <laughs> hey, the, a lot of, a lot of yeah, dude, My kids have been around them, and they still get freaked out when they're in the arena. And they they oh, they just start to hide. They're all like, right. that's the guy from bump, Space Jam. Bump, bump. We are going to have time for this because we teased it all show when we return in 60 oh, seconds. The debut of NBA Today, Miami Vice. Shout out to my boy Omar holding it down. Today is presented by PNC Bank. See how we can make a difference. Uber X, two minutes away. Take it for a test drive. Take it. Go ahead. You have my permission. Well, where everybody at? I thought they said be down in 10 minutes. But you wasn't down in 10 minutes. That's the problem. Uh, hey, I, I, listen, hey, Zach. You it's look a, good. It's a lifestyle. It's a, life, it's a lifestyle. You look good. You think I come to Miami and drive a regular car? Where no, Miami? I'm, no, telling, I'm a, telling you. It's a lifestyle. I, I, look, you actually need to go buy one. Shout yeah, out to you, my boy. All right, all right. Wait, you're telling, you're you're telling the people that's not my car? Yeah, shout out to my boy Omar. I, it's a lifestyle. I do have to say, look at that. Look at that. There you go. To the hospitality. Where's the Lamella? Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Eh, papi. That's what they got. I got to say, Zach, I think you did it better. I really do. I can't believe that you all made me do this. I mean, it is Look at the shirt. It's the worst possible Miami shirt that you could ever get. If you pulling up in that whip, who cares about Ooh. the shirt? It's all about. Ooh. I didn't crash the car. But you that was my only goal. Don't uh, crash the you car. Owned it. I, I'm proud of you. Owned Special it. thanks to the Epic Kimpton Hotel. This is so. This is yeah. <laughs> yeah. Money on what it do. Yeah, Omar. 
sorry to us. It's a lifestyle. I, I'm so, this is, ugh, we got don't food? let this be the end of Miami. We do, we have some traditional I'm sorry, food. I'm sorry to everybody. We need the exquisite cuisine. <laughs> oh, I love eating on air. It's uh, one of my I don't, guys, but I'm going this to. This is courtesy of Boaters Grill in Key Biscayne, where our oh. producer, Hillary Guy's in-laws, thank you, Reina. Yes. Thank, thank you. you. Oh, that's good. Oh, yes. Mm. Look oh. at this. I, guys, I don't want to leave Miami. Can we come back for one more? Eat some meat, Perk. <laughs> <laughs> well, shrimp situation. You, you went fork? Oh you made me look God. uncivilized on television. <laughs> this is delicious. Yes, it is. It's, it's outstanding. Can I get one more? Welcome no, to no, Miami. No, no, come on. No. Come on. Perk, yes, look at this shirt. I like that shirt. Oh, no. Miami. No. NFL Live is coming up next.